Hi, and welcome to Dear X, a storytelling podcast that showcases anonymous letters to ex-lovers with the aim of finding clarity, catharsis, closure, and saying fuck you when they deserve it. I'm Jen Pitch. So, that part in my intro where I talk about giving you all a safe space to vent and say fuck you when you need it and your ex deserves it? Well, welcome to our first fuck you episode. (laughs) There's only one letter today because this one is intense compared to the others. And I wanted to honor those heavy feelings that the letter writer felt and that you may also feel as you listen in. After the letter, I thought we could just do a little bit of a breathing exercise to center ourselves so that we can all shake off some of the negativity. So look forward to that at the end. But for now, go get yourself a glass of water, a cup of tea, a cup of cocoa, whatever it is that you need to chill out and relax yourself. And let's listen to the letter. Dear ex, I have tried multiple times to convince myself to forgive you. I never succeed. No matter what I tell myself, I just can't convince that part of me that you created with your insults, your little words and actions, your jabs and stabs, that you deserve anything other than my hate, disgust, and derision. In the 23 years that I've known you, you've done nothing to redeem yourself. To put it bluntly, I hate you. You really don't deserve all the time and energy that I spend detesting you, and it pisses me off that I waste any time on you. Because that's what it is. A total waste of time. I hate almost everything about us. All but our two kids and the few precious moments that we had before things got truly bad. I'll be the first to admit, I'm not perfect, by any definition of the word. What I was, was desperate. Confused, isolated, gaslighted, abused, neglected, undervalued, damaged, and I still hate you for it. For the times when you made me look like an idiot in front of your friends and you all laughed and carried on until I got angry, then you became angry that I was being too sensitive. For the times when you told me I needed to get curvier like my best friend, who also hates you, and after I had her son, you told me I needed to lose weight to look more like her. For the time when you talked about moving to another state, and then let your mother believe it was my idea. For the way you and your family laughed and scoffed at the idea of naming our second child after my paternal grandmother. For the time we found out I was pregnant with our son at the hospital, and you tried to freak out about how I 
let this happen in front of the doctor. For all those times during the first few months of my pregnancy with our son, where you told me to get an abortion because you just knew the pregnancy wasn't yours. For treating me like an object and for telling me I was a junior partner in our relationship. For not working during the winter months in case it snows and me having to work two or three jobs just to make ends meet. For always making me buffer your mood swings and behavior with others. For lying to our mutual friends and your family and telling them that I left you for another man and that I don't let you see your kids. I hate you for all of it. You never hit me, though I had days where I wish you had. The abuse would be easy to identify. I hate you for our kids. I don't hate you because of them, not for giving them to me. But I hate you because they don't. And I hate the use of the word our. It only applies in the biological sense anyway because you forfeited your right to claim them when you walked out of their lives 10 years ago with some narcissistic reason about you and how you are the victim. You walked away from a little boy who didn't understand why you never came to see his soccer games and a daughter who just shut down and didn't want to talk about it. It made me hate you more. Thank God for my husband. He stepped in and became the dad they needed. The dad who took them to games, parties, and school functions. The dad who reinforced the rules and had to deal with the attitudes in the teenage years. The father who beamed at the beautiful young lady in a prom dress, and the man who tried his best to provide her with a role model for what a partner should be. You failed at being the role model your son needed. He doesn't need you anymore, now that he's nearly a man by age himself. You failed at being there. You didn't get to teach him how to shave or give him advice on women, because you opted to walk away and pretend like it wasn't your decision to do so. I hate you. Yes, I hate that my kids felt or feel any kind of rejection from you. That's disgusting to me. You don't deserve their feelings. You don't deserve them. I hate that you still randomly text my daughter saying cryptic and delusional BS like, you'll understand one day, baby girl, why I had to go. You didn't go anywhere. You lived 35 minutes away. I fucking hate that you never, even once, attempted to contact my son. Not once in ten fucking years, you miserable excuse for a man. You really are nothing but an extended sperm donor because you have barely paid any attention or child support to your offspring. And I hate that you can hurt my children like that. I hate that you have that power. You aren't a man. You are a pathetic wannabe acting out a fantasy on a stage that only your mother and your spineless girlfriend sees. There truly is nothing redeemable about you, in my opinion. You are a liar, a narcissist, a quitter, and a terrible father. You don't deserve the beautiful smile of my son. You don't deserve to hear my daughter's silly laugh. You don't get to claim credit for how utterly incredible they are. You walked away. You chose money and pride over these wonderful humans. 
You made your choice. Now live with it. You don't deserve their forgiveness. I hate you and your choices and what they did to the kids. I hope the kids see you for what you really are. Because, dear ex, you deserve that. He was also kind enough to spend some time answering those questions I mentioned in the last episode. So here she is again, sharing some thoughts about writing the letter to her ex-husband. How difficult was it? Well, I mean, it was kind of hard to make myself sit down and write it out. I don't really like to think about um, him, honestly. Telling people how much I dislike the man isn't really hard. Thinking about how he might hurt the kids, that's harder for me to deal with. You know, the trauma that he inflicted on me is in the past. The trauma he inflicts on the kids is ongoing by just having his absence, just his absence and his choices and his rejection. So that's that's kind of hard and kind of fucked up still. It wasn't really a painful experience. It just... Like I said, it just really makes me realize that, you know, this invisible presence has the ability to affect my family still. So it wasn't really painful. It just sort of pisses me off. Uh, I wouldn't change any of it. I wouldn't change anything that happened. Not one thing. Because every single thing that happened to me taught me something about myself and about what I wanted or rather didn't want. And honestly, for as far as revelations go, I think that the one big revelation I had with regards to the, the, the relationship, not the parent part, but the relationship between he and I is that um, I chose to stay. So that part of it was my fault. That's my responsibility that I have to own. And I chose every single time to believe his characterization of me um i wasn't a perfect wife nor was i a ready victim i i was never one to sit back and take it from him and i knew that what he was doing was wrong um and when i realized that I had been sort of taught by my my growing up experiences from people in my life that I needed to have a man in my life or I needed to have a partner in my life to complete me and all the bullshit you hear about from Cinderella all the way through to pop music or movies about how you complete me and the other half you there's a soulmate all these things you hear about I was letting those things color my vision and, and make decisions for me I, I guess I, I I guess like I said the biggest revelation I had is that I knew I should leave and I chose to stay multiple times he gave me multiple opportunities to say this is enough and I just didn't have enough of a self-esteem at that time to make the decision to go Thank you so much for sharing your letter, T. 
All right, so let's do a super quick breathing exercise to get rid of the heaviness that some of us might be feeling. If you are able to stop moving, get comfortable with your spine nice and straight and close your eyes. Take a deep breath in through the nose and then out through the mouth. And as you exhale, let the heaviness flow out of you through your fingers and toes and imagine it all just dissipating into the air. One last time. Just keep your eyes closed for a couple more moments. And you can now open your eyes. I hope that that tiny, tiny nano breathing exercise makes you feel just a little bit better and a little bit lighter. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. I finally bought a domain name for this podcast. Yay! So now I just have to build it. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Squarespace, sponsorship, let's talk. (laughs) I'll hopefully have a website up soon so you can direct people to that. But for now, please send everyone to the Instagram account, which is Dear X Podcast. There's a link that will take you to a PDF with instructions on how to write your letter and some notes on how to record it as well. Also, if you'd like to submit something but don't want to record your voice, you are welcome to send the letter and I will get it recorded. All submissions, rants, thoughts, whatever it is can be sent to dearxpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to show your support by subscribing and writing a review. Until next time, take care of yourself.